Coming up, how more marketers are changing the narrative around programmatic. Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 73. Uh, so today, another big topic. We love the big one. We do. Uh, programmatic, something that you probably love and loathe in equal measure. Um, we're going to share with you uh, how we think there are, I think, increasing marketers now wanting to change the narrative around programmatic. Yeah. There will be a shift now. Um, and we're going to we're gonna explain this probably in three ways. Um, the first is that we see more marketers embracing the opportunity of programmatic and perhaps less intimidated by the complexity. We see marketers being clearer on their strategies for success within programmatic. Yeah. And finally, recognising that actually sometimes it's internal siloed thinking yeah. that has been a barrier to the success of programmatic to date and how that might change. All coming up in Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Right then, so the reason that we're focusing really on programmatic is last week I was invited to, to uh, go and speak at a, an event by ISBAR, which is the, the UK Marketing Trade Association, yeah. uh, which was a session really just looking about programmatic and the future of programmatic with a room full of about 50 or 60 UK marketers. Um, and it just prompted a lot of thinking. And then we realized that it reflected actually a lot of the conversations that we have with you know, dozens of different brands that are all at different stages of programmatic, know that it's important, yeah. you know, love it and loathe it, because they love the promise, but what they loathe is all the noise and the negativity and the and complexity. The, absolutely. You know, and they also realize that it's, uh, it's not going away. Yeah. Know, it is the, it's the direction of travel for our industry. Yeah. Um, so it makes it even more important to have these discussions. Exactly right. Um, and so that's why we've broken this down in these three areas. So let's just start the first one, which is the idea that marketers are ready to embrace the opportunity of programmatic mm. and are ready to stop fearing or be intimidated by the complexity of it. Like, if that's a principle, which is reflected, I think, in lots of the conversations that we have. It was reflected somewhat in the tone of the ISBAR meeting and others that we speak to are kind of around the industry. You know, this is a, it has to be a, a simplification of the narrative around programmatic yeah. to reassure people, uh, people, you know, anyone investing in it, uh, that this is an opportunity, not a headache. Yeah, absolutely. And, but you can understand why it's considered a headache. Yeah. Um, you've got murky supply chains, you've got agencies that perhaps are uh, acting uh, not in the client's best interest. You've got senior stakeholders that don't truly understand what programmatic's all about. Yeah. Um, and stakeholders internally are being challenged to provide clarity on yeah. these areas. And, and the reaction often is just to back away from it. Yeah. And what we're seeing is that uh, more and more clients are seeing this actually as an opportunity to be inspired when it comes to media. Because yeah. this is going to be the future. Yeah, exactly. As, as you say, it's not going away. So uh, the analogy that we often use is you know even just a few years ago it's like some the equivalent analogy that we use is somebody wants to build a computer right and uh, what you do is instead of giving them a, a nice computer you give them a box full of components of computer components this is kind of what the, the industry's been doing to marketers mm. is right you want to do programmatic you build it yourself okay you take a point of view and you decide how it's going to work it's like handing somebody a box of bits and saying build a PC yeah, that's right. um, 
And that box of bits, if you look at it, that's the Lumascape, right? That's all the components, and it's just overwhelming. You would peer in that and think, well, I've never built a computer before. I don't, I just don't know how these things work. Uh, and then you get someone to kind of build it for you, and you've got no idea whether it's good or not, whether it works or whether it's going to blow up and whether it's effective. Um, that's kind of where we are, overwhelmed with the complexity. And we'd forced marketers to, for some reason, understand all the component parts. Nobody, who needs to know how a computer works? You don't need to know. You just need to know what it does. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to move to that, where we really want uh, not a box full of computer components, but what we want is an Apple Mac, where you get it delivered, you undo it, you lift a beautiful thing out of the box, you plug it in, and you start working. That's yeah. the whole premise right, of, of, yeah. of, that, of that kind of product. And you're concerned less about uh, what, what you obsess about is what it does. Yes, that's right. That's all important. You don't really care about necessarily how it works. Um, the beautiful thing about Apple, when we will we'll eventually get there as an industry, I think, is Apple also understand why yeah. we want to do these things, you know, and, and that gets much more back to the marketing sensibilities of, you know, of kind of strategy and creativity mm. and empowerment and ideas. So think about programmatic perhaps as an out-of-the-box solution ultimately. Yeah like a beautiful Apple Mac, you take out of a box and it inspires you to do brilliant That's things. Right. And it's so easy that you don't question and therefore you don't mistrust all the components that stand yeah. between you and doing what you need to do. And we're going to get there, right? I mean, yeah. we've got to remember that, that programmatic as a, as a method of buying media inventory is still in its relatively nascent form, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the reason we still have so much complexity. As we get... Uh, as, as programmatic becomes more critical and a critical mass, things will become simpler. Yeah. Uh, brands and, and advertisers will begin to understand more how to streamline that process. Yeah. And as you say, there will be uh, methods of buying programmatically that will be far more, far easier than yeah. we currently got. It's, got. it's got to be easier. At the moment, it's, it's, it's completely overwhelming. If you're a marketer and you really, if, and probably many of you are thinking about you know, should we build capability internally? Do we in-house programmatic? That seems to be a big thing at the moment. That's a terrifying pro proposition. Um, you know, do we work with our agencies? You know, the, the, the noise or the prevailing wisdom seems to be that, you know, agency solution to programmatic is something to be feared. Um, you know, we're going to rise above that. It will be simpler with a, a more open and democratic marketplace with technologies that empower marketers yeah. or organizations, advertisers, to buy media themselves. I mean, that's the, really going to be the tipping point, I think, is the ease of self-serve. Yeah. You see it with, you know, Google AdWords did it with the search market. It's self-serve. It's mm -hmm. so easy. Like, my mum, hi, mum. You know, we'll buy our own search term. Search words. You know, programmatic, uh, Facebook's self-serve technology. It's not coincidental that... Google and Facebook are taking the lion's share. They just happen to be the ones that have developed self-serve technology. Made it easy. Made it really easy. You know, programmatic will be an out-of-the-box, easy, intuitive discipline. And inevitably, their marketers will take more control of that. Yeah. And it would make sense to do. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the first thing, is change the narrative, embrace the opportunity, stop fearing the complexity, and just believe that it will get better and yeah. will get easier to do. And you will... as Advertisers, you will need and you will want to uh, take more control and own yeah, more of it. Absolutely. And whilst that is taking place and whilst that journey is, is, is happening, uh, advertisers need to get a strategy in place. Yeah. So this is point two. Point two, right. Yeah. Uh, understand where you're going. Have a roadmap that will allow 
marketeers to uh, have success when it comes to programmatic strategy. Yeah. And that's pretty straightforward. I think there are a number of key elements that marketeers can think about now. Uh, the first one is around data. Yeah. Understand uh, how to use data, what your data, where it's coming from, and how best to control it. Yeah. So data number one. Number yeah. two is technology, the, the, the tech stack that you use. Interrogate what value each of these elements of technology are bringing to the process yeah. and have a point of view uh, on that. Um, and just on that, I mean, you don't need to peer into that box of components and know forensically what everything is and what everything does. You, know, you don't need to learn the loom escape to even be able to begin a conversation about programmatic, but it's just to understand the basics. But you need to be informed. You need to be informed of, of what mechanics go into yeah. programmatic buying at the very, at the very least. Yeah. Um, the third element is understand KPIs, have a clear perspective on how to measure performance yeah. and make sure that those measurements are driving the right kind yeah. of performance. So it's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and finally, you know, uh, remember that this is still a test and learn yeah. environment. I mean, even Procter & Gamble uh, famously pivoted on some of their uh, Facebook strategies when they realised that hyper-targeting perhaps wasn't working for some of their brands. Yep. So, you know, nobody really has got it right yet. So appreciate that this is going to be a test and learn yep. and that what you should be looking for is a, a sense of continuous improvement. Absolutely. Um, get those strategies in place, get that roadmap in place and you'll be in a, in a better position in the future. Yeah. I think you know, the roadmap is the, is the thing that we advocate, and this is what we help develop as well, is you know, you've got to take a long-term view. You know, this is, as you say, this is not something that's going away, but also we're just in the really early stages. Every marketer we speak to says, you know, God, we're way behind the curve on yeah. this stuff. No, it's not true at all. Um, you know, everybody is, this is still very nascent, but it requires that you put the basic principles in place, yeah. the data and the tech, and have a strategy. And this might be a two-year roadmap that as, a, as an organization you need to undertake. I mean, it will be ongoing, but at least the first year or two need to be structured. There are things and behaviors that you need to implement right now. I think, um, you know, that's it. It's uh, those, those advertisers that understand perhaps uh, uh, how unsophisticated they are, but are able to lean into the challenge mm -hmm. and develop that strategy with the ones that will succeed yeah, in the future. Yeah, agree. So the final part of our sharing our thoughts on programmatic today, um, you know, we thought something, you know, there, there is resistance in the system. There's great complexity uh, with the great promise of programmatic, mm -hmm. but it's not been really delivered. And we, you know, we often think about sometimes where those barriers are and sometimes those barriers exist kind of externally for advertisers, so they exist in the supply chain, and the programmatic supply chain kind of hasn't helped itself really by perhaps in some parts, you know, profiting from complexity. Therefore, it's just created more headaches. But also sometimes there are barriers and challenges internally within advertisers. Um, and, you know, we've started to observe and encouraging advertisers to acknowledge that sometimes they're actually not set up yet properly and that's not the technical stuff it's not the knowledge and the data ownership but these are quite fundamental silos aren't they that that's exist right. so so in many cases you've got uh, marketing departments that are siloed you've got brand marketeers and yeah. you've got 
e-commerce or performance marketers. Yeah. Which may not even be in marketing. I mean, yeah. quite often it's, it's not. I think that's the most common. And, all, and often, yeah. not even in the same building, even yeah. if they're in the same country. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in order to, I think, capitalise truly on the opportunities that programmatic bring, those, those elements need to be better integrated. Yeah, yeah. And th that's, a, that's a significant barrier. And, and we think that, you know, where sales and marketing uh, and whether you call that sales and marketing or brand and performance or you know, demand on e-com or whatever it is, but it's ultimately those things. It's the, the marketing versus the sales part of the business. Where those are not aligned, yeah. which is, I think, most businesses, certainly most businesses that we work with, uh, you know, still relatively siloed. And actually they report, sometimes not even through the CMO, they go all the way to the top, these yeah. organizations. Um, that programmatic is, tends to serve because it's optimized and it has the language of optimization, uh, it tends to serve performance. It yeah. tends to serve sales. It tends to reward and uh, uh, make e-commerce more accountable. Mm. And that's been, therefore, it's lost the guiding hand of brand marketers. So it's become an optimization exercise, which I think has caused people to sometimes pull back from precision targeting. Mm because they're not building their brands in the same way, and their brand equity is, is failing. And also, maybe it's intimidating a little bit for brand marketers. I mean, this they're not it. allowed to have a point of view on programmatic. Or, they're not allowed to influence programmatic. Or it's, it's provided some brand marketers that are perhaps you know, in, intimidated by the complexity of it to, to hide behind those, those siloed walls internally. Yeah. Um, now, you know, the, the braver ones, the ones that see this as, as more of a progressive uh, uh, marketing strategy, yeah. will, will grabble back that, that responsibility and bring yeah. it back into, into brand marketing. Yeah, and, and, and if we play that out, if you played out that siloed approach, then that's why things like fraud, like viewability, like ad blocking, like re, you know, recent furries around brand safety, that's why they've been become so big and so toxic, yeah. I think. It's because the performance side of the business says, well, these are things that we can optimize around, right? It needs better algorithms, better setup, mm. better tech, better layers, you know, yeah. more layers of stuff. Because that's the way that the performance and the kind of the programmatic and the, that technical supply chain thinks. And you've got brand marketers saying, these are massive barriers yeah. to, to the future. You know, we will not invest. We heard some brands say, we will, we won't do programmatic because of fears over viewability right. or fears over safety. It's too risky, yeah. Yeah, so, that, so I think there are a lot of more the brand marketer side seeing these, thing, these elements as reasons not to do programmatic. Yeah. But that's what we've got to overcome. Pro, right. Programmatic is not going to go away, but it now needs to be a well-aligned and integrated marketing technique, yeah. I think, for both brand and for performance. If you can put the checks and balances in place to ensure brand protection, yeah. at a platform level, and you've got a, a brand marketeer that can use the accountability of programmatic yeah. to measure the benefits and the value of brand equity, uh, while still looking at that as a performance outcome, yeah. then, then everybody wins. Yeah, good. So we'll leave it there. Let's change the narrative around programmatic. Get excited about the opportunity. Stop fearing the complexity, but take a point of view. Uh, that's all for this week. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.